Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Jerkos podcast. This is a podcast where four, sometimes three friends get together and reminisce on old times like they used to do around dad's drinking table. So pull up a chair and join us. Taking over for Dan Simone on the ones and twos, it's Pretty Boy B. Yes. And my, my, is he pretty? And I'm joined by my co-hosts and friends. <laughs> Sometimes colleagues. <laughs> uh, big baby, man. Designer baby. We in the house. Did you mm. forget your name, big baby? I think so. It was the three beers. Whoa. This is Vinny Bag of Donuts. Oh, Ric Flair in the house. Vinny Bag of Donuts. How you guys doing? How's your week? My cousin. Really good. Besides the fact that I feel like duty right now. I have 26 oh, yeah. seconds left on my COVID uh, test. So we'll see. Jerko's <laughs> exclusive live positive I know. on air. Come you, you, you ain't feeling so hot? <laughs> no, man. Like I'm achy. I have a banging headache. I definitely have a fever. I'm hot. I am cold. I'm a Katy Perry song. You know what I'm oh, saying? You are hot, my friend. Boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with the boo-hoo. <laughs> Wicked. Babby, how's your week been? Terrible, man. Terrible. Oh, you know, living, so the, living the American dream. Maybe I should have saved the, the boohoo for you here. I'll give you one of these. <laughs> oh, Excellent. Right. We can all, all hear right. the cards going buck wild with the soundboard. <laughs> hey, man, I was told that nine sounds weren't enough, so I had to put more on there. And uh, now I'm ready. Who now told you nine wasn't enough? Oh, uh, Babby. Babby told me he, nine wasn't enough while he was having. Hey, man. Oh, American dream, I guess, right? You know, complaining about everything. Yeah, no, I feel that. Well, my week was all right. I spent my entire week with our guest and my fiance. Why don't you introduce yourself? My name's A Town. (laughs) A Town. That's about it. Are you supposed to talk more about your background and your childhood at this moment? Yeah, tell us. Tell us a little fact about your childhood. Here's factorial. Um. Well, I spent a lot of time in the public pool. That's about a lot of it. time in the public pool. Were you a peer? <laughs> um, I think like who isn't, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not saying like as an adult, like maybe you should be wary. Oh but a kid though, like I think kids only know to urinate where there's water. I think it's only fair. Mm. No, that's true. Is that a hot take? No, I mean, I think that's valid. It's a good thing that I um I didn't buy your season pass to the local pool yet, so I'm gonna take that <laughs> off the wedding registry. <laughs> it is true. That is true. I uh I remember when I was a kid, I went to my aunt's house and she had a pool, and she told me that if I peed, it turned purple, and uh, that was one of the earliest times I found out that adults do lie to you <laughs> because I was basically like, like, I'm gonna test it out. <laughs> and it, and I was like, I'm going to test it out and I'm going to swim really fast. So if it does, I'm not even near the purple. They have that in some water parks, you know, where they'll actually. Yeah. 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 Two types of people. One who like listens and Bernard's like, oh, yeah. OK, bet. Let's let's call your bluff. <laughs> well, I had to pee and I didn't want to get out of the pool. So he tasted the water. He's like, this is 98 percent urea. <laughs> Pretty much. That's like a very innocent way to find out that adults lie. Mm. That's that's beautiful. Yeah, he skipped scamp Santa Claus. He skipped the tooth fairy. And he went right to peeing <laughs> in the pool. Well, once once I did that, it basically opened up all the possibilities of there being lies out there. By uh, <laughs> your third eye was open, basically. Mm. 
So, uh, eight yeah, town in the house. Eight yes. town. What do you want to, you know, I know you got, you got a brief moment with us. You got a busy schedule. You got something on your mind. You want to, you want to talk about? Oh, are we starting it off? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Start it off, baby. Okay. Let's jump right into it. So a quick preamble, quick lay in the context mm. on Friday night, Bernard and I went on a date and our, or our dog, I guess I don't. We don't use it's okay. You can use my real name. Um, Nardog <laughs> slash Bernard. Uh, we went on a, a Friday night date. Oh. We went out to a restaurant like together for one of the first couple times we've done it since the world shut down, you know? Sure. As it is. Wow. And yeah. I don't know if you guys experienced this, but when we went to the restaurant, we we did the work. We did the restaurant work. Other than lifting up like the tables and bring them to the back kitchen. We sat ourselves. We ordered our own food on the scanner and we waited until the food was delivered. And then we paid for the bill on, on we, the phone. On the phone. All remote? We, no server? All, no, we have, <laughs> there was one host and she ran the whole restaurant. So I'm saying, I'm telling you, every table was booked, and there was wow. only one host, and she ran the whole show, and it felt, I don't know. So I, that was very strange. Like, <laughs> so I guess the question is, is the world is it is it too convenient, or mm. are we liking this direction? My follow-up question is, did you tip yourself? <laughs> uh, we did tip. We gave an 18% yes. tip, which was the lowest percentage you could select. <laughs> Allowed. Really? <laughs> yes. I think there was like the very, very small box next to that, which was custom. But um, for to just kind of add on to A-Town's uh, thing, it was very weird. It was yeah. very isolating and it did not feel enjoyable for me until the food was in front of us. And then it was like, oh, yeah, I'm at a restaurant. Sure. Well, yeah, so the, the place in Nyack, they opened up the Woolsworth is similar to that. Uh, okay. There's a host, but the host doesn't really seat you. You kind of sit wherever you want and then you have to you can either use your phone to scan a QR code to get to the menu online and you can order offline or um, you can walk up to like they have like a kiosk where you can punch in your own order. And similar thing, they'll bring it to you or they'll page you when it's ready. No server, no um, no real restaurant experience. Yeah, yeah, it felt it felt basically when while we were wait like setting it all up, Aurora and I we, I looked at A Town and I was like, should we just get this to go so we can go home <laughs> and sit in front of the TV and watch Moon Knight? Not a sponsor. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's... because it felt like that uh, again up until the food came. When the food came, it was felt a little more settling because normally the waiter or waitress doesn't bother you once you have the food. But right. I mean, you need to be technologically savvy, and like sometimes, you know, I bet you don't even have a fourth grade reading level. <laughs> it can be exactly. challenging. Exactly. Number one, though, I want to say a town. This is a great topic. I think it's really like you know topical and relevant because <laughs> um, the world is opening up again. But I guess like why do we go out to eat to restaurants it's like ambiance was the ambiance the same or was it like so when babby was talking about what was that place called Woolworth? yeah Woolworth, Woolworth. yeah so i think i went with you guys once yeah you yeah and it yeah. was like almost like a bar kind of like it was more relaxed right like i could see why you would maybe order yourself food because you're really just there to like chill and like maybe have a fun time sure. this was like a margarita 
Hey. This was a restaurant. Like this was a sit down. It was beautiful. It was a Indian restaurant, so Oof. it had a lot of like Middle Eastern like decor and very like South Asian um, inspired like detailing. It was just very romantic and very quaint. Right. But you were paying and you're sitting down as if you were like ordering yourself food at like a baseball game. So wait, it let me very like jarring. Let me ask, do you think it was because of a lack of staff or do you feel like they were designed to run that way? I don't know cuz I I don't know. Bernard, what do you think? This is this is our first uh, time. Yeah. So caveat, I, we've been ordering from this restaurant since we moved here, but it's always been delivery and then mm. <laughs> this was our first time or pick that up we but, actually yeah. went in to go sit down so we don't really we can't really compare and compare. sounds like you got the same experience either way yeah, <laughs> yeah. i will say that, i think that i will say though the food quality was much better eating mm. inside they do a little they do little extras and they do like do extra garnish and the the presentation is much much nicer than just plastic tupperware right but uh i think that See what had happened was that <laughs> they were fully staffed, and then COVID hit, and then yeah. they became not so fully staffed. And then see what had happened was they found a way around that. And so I think that I don't know if it will stay this way, Innovation, but clearly man. they have yeah. lower, like there's less overhead because they're paying less servers. Yeah. So <laughs> they might just make it work. It's kind of like McDonald's tr- changing out to all like ipads that you go in and you order yeah. right? i'm gonna go on a limb i hate it i think it's silly oh, I, if i'm going to a restaurant i, I want the experience i want a waiter i, totally I want to be crazy. waited on <laughs> it's it's the worst it's the i would worst. rather pay more money than have this nonsense of ordering myself through like a uh soulless ipad or kiosk <laughs> do you yeah. think do you think people that are in the generation below us or are like becoming young adults in covid are gonna mm. i mean they don't know any better do you think that they'll just like it or do you think they'll be like <laughs> missing you know like what are the ramifications of not having this human interaction right in in these settings i think it's like a level of um decorum and expectations right like if you go on a date to a restaurant you expect there to be you know, a level of service. Right. You wouldn't go on a date to like a, I don't know, like a McDonald's a kiosk and be like, hey, you know, this is so romantic. Look at our candlelit McDonald's Big Mac over here. Right. Yeah. I mean, a part of a date for me is like seeing how the person that I'm on the date with interacts with the server. Because I think you can tell a lot from a person how they interact with like, you know, the quote unquote, the help, which I think is like a negative connotation of how you would view a server. But um, I think it, there's definitely convenient aspects as like the introvert. Um, that's cool that I don't have to deal with people. However, what bothers me, and I'm not necessarily cheap, like I've dated servers and I know how difficult it is, um, but tipping 18% when you had very, very, very little interaction, I would be more inclined to do that if the food was better and you said it was. So like, that's why I'm there at that point. Cause I'm not there for the decorum. I'm not there for service. I'm there for the food. And if the food's really good, then okay, fine. But um, how is that tip broken down to the staff? I so guess that's, you tip- that's a great question, right? Because at that point, your your tip is going towards the quality of food, not necessarily the quality of service. Right. So you, normally, the tip is to the server because they're paid below minimum wage because mm-hmm. they're able to make it up. Do you tip for pickup orders? If you if you order something and you pick it up, do you tip? So COVID has made it that I did because mm-hmm. I knew restaurants were struggling and I don't know, I'm not privy to if they've changed the way waiters and waitresses were paid during COVID. Mm-hmm. 
but uh i'm gonna be real with you i'm probably gonna stop that now that <laughs> things are back open do you tip up. at the premium fast food spots if you go to a five guys or like a jersey mike's do you ever ever tip there no nah, yeah. wow. not even what's wrong bit. with you people i do I know, I know you do. I would, it drives me nuts. <laughs> I don't know. Totally Fuck them, crazy. <laughs> like I kind of at that at that point, I think the big corporations have the money to pay their staff a living wage, as opposed to fit like the dollar on us to make oh, up yeah. for it. Well, hang on, 100%. Aurora, Aurora. Why do you do that? like? So let's get. You can't go to Five Guys because yeah, she's the nice guy. Peanut oil, but <laughs> let's say you go to a fast food restaurant. You're going to Burger King and you're getting a veggie Whopper. And they have a tip jar. You're tipping them, it, yeah, or tipping. or you could put it on your card. How, How much? Why? Oh, uh, well, for like drive through, like it depends on what the service is, right? Because sure. I believe for like drive through and that kind of casual eateries, they're like they are given the standard, like whatever it is, like so a coffee shop. You tip power? at a. Co- I know you tip at a coffee shop. Yeah, I know that because they get less i i started my my financial experience in coffee shops so i know she knows the struggle it's hard workers united so it's um they get their hourly wages cut pretty much in half or in third maybe not Uh, everywhere maybe starbucks is different you know like bigger chains but smaller uh coffee shops they can't do the full i I feel you i agree on that i tip at like mom and pop stops if i go to a bagel spot i'll tip there but if I sometimes if I go to a Dunkin Donuts or a Starbucks, I'll tip there for baristas. I know it's tough, but I don't mm. ever tip at like a McDonald's or a mm. Five Guys or like like a corporate spot. Although I guess to be fair, Starbucks and Dunkin are co- corporate spots. Yeah, I think after A Town, like just said that, I think I may change my my toot a little bit. I think oh. I don't know because like there's a there's a portion of it about like you know if I can afford it then I, you know, what's the excuse of not doing it rather than being angry at someone who's working for a company. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not on them, I suppose. Like, I'll counter what I said before about, yeah, they should get paid a living wage. But if I can, then why shouldn't I, I guess? Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. corporations don't change their behavior unless there's a financial incentive that forces them to. So, yeah, that's precisely right. Like, if we're, they were, we're feeding into that they it. were losing money because people were felt like you're ripping your employees off. We're not going to contribute to your business. Then maybe they would raise wages. You know, you wouldn't need to tip these people. Now, to bring this to bring this full circle, I do feel that the concept of convenience is becoming like more and more expected for people. Mm -hmm. And so, the fact that that's happening, even though, let's say hypothetically, a company is ripping off their people, like Amazon doesn't treat their employees well. You know, that's what we've heard. But guess what? I'm still ordering a bunch of stuff off of Amazon. It's convenient. So, where you know, like I think. That company there, Finney's holding up an Amazon. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, what are you, you going to do? You're I right. Know, like, I don't know. I don't companies. know what to do where you come. How do you combat that? Because we're used to such convenience. We're, you know. Yeah, some companies you can, man, like Walmart, Amazon. Mm. Uh, they're so big. They don't care about the individual. Even or like even consumer trends regionally. They don't care. They can buck the trends. Sure. You would need national changes in behavior to force them to change. And you don't have other options. What do you can do? I mean, yeah, you can, you know, depending on what you're buying, you might be able to find it locally. But sometimes you are 100% reliant on the uh, big nationals there. I have another question. Follow up. Um, whose responsibility do you guys think it is? Like, do you think it's government's responsibility to put in policies that yeah. make corporations? Yeah. 100%. Pay? Yes. 
Okay. Capitalism yeah. will push to the extremes unless regulated. Mm. Slavery, for example, is an extreme form of capitalism. Sure. Can you don't have that? to pay labor. That's the <laughs> ideal, you know, for a capitalist investor. Unless you have moral qualms against it, which you should, to be fair. But yeah, yeah capitalism will push everything to the extreme unless regulated by government. Mm, I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I think it's pretty evident that that's, that's how it'll go. So I support unions, just saying, just clarification. Yeah, and Vinny, now tips. Yeah, that's right, A-Town. Yeah. Thank well, you for we'll, opening we'll my see. mind. We'll, che- we'll check in with him next week and see how he follows up on that. Guys, I, I thought I thought all this time Vinny was always giving the tip, but, hey, you know. Yeah, yeah, just, hey, yeah. Just. I was going to say, we're going to call this segment Just the Tip. Hey, I love it. I love it. <laughs> all right, so my I next time, I got a topic here that I want to bring up. Have you seen the TikToks on the Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard trial? Yes. Yes. It is wild. I'm excited. So just I'll give a very, very quick synopsis of what I know. And then I want to chat about it. And and I want to get your takes on it. Uh, Essentially, what's going on, right? Everybody, I assume most people know, but high level is that this is now a countersuit or a suit by Johnny Depp against Amber Heard. For, mm. It's a de- defamation or defamation, not defecation, although about on Johnny Depp's uh, career pretty much took a took a nosedive after Amber Heard released that she was uh, physically assaulted or abused and or abused by Johnny Depp and released photos and what have you. And so Warner Brothers ended up releasing him from the. Uh, Fantastic Beasts franchise, so the Harry Potter franchise. Right. Uh, maybe that 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 might not have been found to be directly correlated, but it, I think it was connected. And then also from the um, what else was he released from Aurora? They yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean. The Pirates series. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So obviously this really uh, hurt his career. And then now during the defamation case, it's being shown that actually that didn't necessarily happen. Obviously, the verdict hasn't come through, but it's seemingly strong evidence that that didn't necessarily happen Mm. and that this was kind of uh, the evidence is present that this was potentially fabricated all the way down to the makeup type that she uh, claimed she used to cover up her bruises. She claimed that 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 she had that in 2016 and the company said we didn't make that palette until 2017. Wow. Uh, so it's been a lot of that. And what I find, I find many things really interesting about this, but what I really, I think I'm finding insanely amazing or fantastic is that Johnny Depp's career, like he's, it's a counter suit or it's a suit against her because for defamation, but through mm-hmm. this process that it's like happening to her, they're completely wrecking her. Yeah. And so do you feel also that she, there's not been many repercussions done to her in the respect of losing any, you know, roles. Well, she may she may lose her spot on the Aquaman. On Aquaman, exactly. And so, right. where do you guys what do you guys think of all this? And I know I threw a lot at you, but I, I, I want to hear it. I want to hear it, Aurora. What's your take as a woman? Also, I need to hear this because yeah. this is really big. <laughs> this has potentially big ramifications or implications on the whole Me Too movement, and you know, it, it's a it's a big slap across the face of those individuals. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'll, I'll wait. I'm gonna wait. Let's go. Let's do Vinny first. Cause right. Vinny was G- game too excited. 
I'm gonna sit on it. I'm gonna sit on it. Um, geez, Louise. Honestly, I kind of feel. Um, I feel like Johnny Depp doesn't necessarily look like he's in the greatest light either. But in comparison to Amber Heard, I feel like he looks better. For me, as kind of like a sociologist at heart, I feel like certain types of people maybe come together with the expectations of like how a relationship works to them. And Johnny Depp keeps talking about like the toxic relationship that he had with his mother per se. And I think that fundamentally, I think these are very two um, maybe toxic people who don't know any better. Um, I mean, they should, but obviously they don't uh, given their actions. Um, but I think they came together for a reason. They were, they were attracted to one another and hopefully this will teach them the lessons to do better both. Um, but I do think that the double standards are apparent. Um, I think that, I mean, what really gobsmacked me about uh, character was her hang on, support- hang on hang on the use of gobsmack deserves this thank you very much thank you very much <laughs> sat still did poorly um <laughs> school ain't nothing kids um so her donation to, was it lsu or aclu or something like that oh yeah she she d- where is it she claimed to do 3.5 million to the what was it over aclu right and, and then 3.5 to another. And Johnny she's Depp only donated, I think, roughly 300,000 and is pocketing like multiple millions. Yeah. But and then what on the flip side of that, too, she's still on their website, you know, as like this heroic person. So, I mean, there's that's one aspect of supposedly the money was going and then kind of keeping up her image. Why mm-hmm. is her image so pristine in a sense when clearly companies had the no you know the know-all not to be so optimistic about who she is as a person so it's it's a circus man the lawyers are wild it's like an oh, SBU yeah. rerun no her lawyers are yeah, wild. her lawyer needs a lawyer like he calls is... hearsay <laughs> on everything he lawyer. even called hearsay against one of his own questions yeah he the asked the like, question yeah. and then while the person was answering he goes objection hearsay yeah. And Johnny Insane. Depp is like straight up laughing in this guy's face. It's Insane. absolutely nuts. But I guess my final take and then I'll shut up is uh, I think they both need some sort of like rehabilitation. I think they they really they after all of this, they, they should look at themselves very hard. And regardless of their the impact financially, which is a, a huge implication um, as people, they, they deserve to do better. They deserve to be better. Not for anyone else but themselves. Yeah. Right now, I'd say. You ain't ready. <laughs> <laughs> you got any takes on this babby um yeah i mean i kind of been following it from like a uh, sky high view you know so you know don't sue me johnny depp or amber <laughs> but like mm. from my perspective it seems like both of them like you said they were both two uh in unique individuals you know and they had that hyper connection there and it they did some really weird, I don't say weird, interesting things in their relationship. So it sounds like they kind of cut both ways in that regard. And then it got way out of hand. Yeah. It does sound like Johnny Depp caught the raw end of it, you know, like things came out and they were able to get him canceled with the Me Too movement. And now like the facts are coming out, but from both sides of the story, and people are like, whoa, 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 she's equally guilty and crazy in this stuff too. Mm-hmm. So how about the blood? You remember that part with his finger? Yeah, he cut his finger. He either cut his finger off or she threw a bottle at him that cut his finger off or something. And he just decorated the house in his blood, writing. You're about things. the part where she shit in his bed as a. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> How do you be so mad? You're like, this guy missed my birthday. I'm going to get back at him. I'm going to shit in his bed, which is our bed. We share a bed. <laughs> and then blame it on the dog. <laughs> That's so gross.
yeah. poor dog. Yeah. The dog deserves a suit. <laughs> Although I will say it's a civil suit, right? So civil suits are a lot less, um, you know, you don't dot the I's and cross the T's that much. It's just the preponderance of evidence, basically. Yeah, but this suit, is the bar like, is much lower. This is being made public beyond belief. Yeah. And her career is like, it's popped. Damning, dude. It's like, popped. Yeah. Yeah, they're she both going to suffer irrevocable financial harm from this, no doubt. Aurora, give us your take, please. Because I, I know you have been absolutely sucked into this case. Okay. So please let me know how you're feeling. I listen to, I'm a YouTube person. I subscribe and prescribe to the <laughs> Law and Order channel on YouTube. And <laughs> it's usually really, really boring. Like they, they quite literally just go through court procedurals, but I like having it in the background while I do work. Sure. There's something very soothing about like just monotonous talking. I get it. And then, oh, yay. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Law and Order or law, law and crime, whatever the, the name of that channel is, they start covering the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, Depp trial. And I was like, what's happening? Like, why are there so many people in this courtroom? Why right. are people yelling? And I was like, all right, I think I'm sucked in now. Like, I didn't even mean to be. I was indoctrinated into it because I listened to this <laughs> channel. And gotcha. I don't know where I stand. I still don't. But I know for a fact that you can't poop in people's beds. That's, <laughs> they teach you that like day one. I can't imagine. Like you basically wake up and you're like, you can't poop. It's just you can't poop in your bed, other people's bed. It's just not. There's not. Right? Like I'm gonna start I'm gonna start going on first dates and be like, yo, ground rule is uh, <laughs> no pooping in the bed. That's not <laughs> number one. Oh like you can throw stuff, you can have a tantrum, but pooping in the bed is like even as a toddler is like, come on. Yeah, Oops, you can't do that. <laughs> it's a statement piece. There's no doubt about it. But, it's a statement piece. But Aurora, how do you feel like as a, uh, like, what's your take on this and the potential ramifications on the Me Too movement though? Like oh, 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 as like a serious Response. Yeah, I mean, just I'm curious on your take yeah. on that. No, that's fair. I'm having a hard time with it. I've been trying to not look too deeply mm. in the rhetoric that's really being thrown around because I do think you know what this makes me think of is mm. the episode of South Park where Earth is a reality TV show. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Because yeah. it's ridiculous. Like to me, it's wild how like how publicized this is how important yeah. this appears to have been made mm. meanwhile you got a lot of other things going on in the uh -oh. world i mean this is a this is a story as old as time the public are enthralled whenever there's yeah. a rich powerful couple all the better or person that is on the ropes or you know being accused of something the public loves it people Just love drama and more than more it. so with their rich and powerful people that are in our society they love seeing yeah. them involved in drama now, and yeah. on the the Me Too thing, I think it's unfortunate because, like Aurora says, it will be damaging to the I don't want to say brand because it's not really a brand, like a movement, right. and, and the women's empowerment. And it really shouldn't be because there's always going to be oddball cases. Everyone knows you're going to have like people that cry wolf and make up shit or right. exaggerate their own cases. But that doesn't, you know, <laughs> we everyone also knows there is a large, large. Yeah problem with assault and sexual assault against women that goes underreported and 100 100 yeah. i think like it could be a good 
opportunity to just talk about domestic violence in an inclusive way. Yeah. You know that domestic yeah. violence can include a woman who's abusive, you know, either physically, emotionally to a man. And I think that they should shift and focus on that rather For than sure. um, take away from a movement that is very, very important. Such I, just, as yeah. I, wish, I wish that people would actually like look at the merits on a case by case basis and be like, nah, yeah. your shit's whack. And then that doesn't devalue the whole thing, you know, same you with any, too much. Is that what they're, any is that movement, what they're gonna you know? say. Your shit's whack. Next. <laughs> That's how they're going to preside over the cases. The judge slams the gavel. Uh, <laughs> your shit is whack. Hearsay. Abstain. Yeah. Well, Aurora A-Town, we appreciate your time Woo! with us and your yeah, input. Please come back. Yes. You're welcome back anytime. We but for now. Wait, who's next? Sorry. Me, me, I think. I'll go. Oh, wait. I'm, I want to I must say. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, you oh you're sticking. I think I want to, because I want to get to Babby's topic. No offense, Minnie, but I kind of, <laughs> yeah. I Fuck didn't realize that Babby was the <laughs> And I was like, oh my God. No, hey. no. Um, All right. Well, then, no Babby, taken. I think it's I'm teed up for you. No, 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 no. no, no. Come on, I'm not trying to skip over Vinny. What? No, it's fine. Go fuck me. It's fine. Babby, oh you can go. <laughs> go fuck me. <laughs> well, Vinny. <laughs> Speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of getting fucked, we're gonna talk about student loans. Oh, buddy! <laughs> so in the news, crazy. and today is uh, what May first. Recently, mm -hmm. the President Biden has been dis uh, discussing and kicking around the idea of student loan forgiveness, and they're you know tossing around a couple different theories and plans and what they might pursue. And um, uh, I've there was a campaign promise that they would uh, immediately. Yeah, immediately they would alleviate up to fifty thousand dollars of student loan debt. All per... right, all right, all right. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, per student, right? But uh, that has not materialized. And of course, cynically, now that we're rapidly approaching the midterms, the Democrats are going to get their asses whooped. Yep. Like, oh shit, what do we do? <laughs> Let's yep. bribe the kids and get them to come out. You know, <laughs> ridiculous. So. Universities and colleges as a whole, there is a nugget of truth in there that the higher educated um, path you pursue, you know, the better your life trajectory will be. Sure. You know, education is the way out of poverty, I think, uh, almost universally mm. or for, for the most part. But the costs for education have ballooned astronomically. And for most of these kids, for most of these um, young students, you are going to be saddled with that debt for sometimes for life. People are getting there, you know, I know we talked about this in the podcast in the past too, but like now we're really at the point where they're actually exploring student loan forgiveness. Right. So there was two things, two sides of the story I want to look at. Like number one, if you're a parent, are you going to send your kid to college? Is that your number one? Are you looking at that right away? Are you saying, okay, it's a hundred thousand dollars. We got to just eat the cost here for undergrad, Never mind graduate school. Mm, that yeah. has to be the path. <laughs> and then number two, don't forget only about one third of America still goes to college. The rest of America does not pursue higher education, you know? So I bet you don't even have a fourth grade reading level. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well, well played. you know, let's not fall into the trap that a college education is indicative of intelligence. But this is true. Absolutely. I know. It's just <laughs> yeah, an opportune moment for the <laughs> drop. Sorry. <laughs> I agree with that, Bavi. I don't think education relates to that at all. Fuck your drops. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so and then so is it is it fair to hand out because basically you're having the federal government, which takes taxes from everybody equally, let's not forget, 
sure. of course, equally is a uh, pejorative mm. term, but mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. is it fair for the federal government to give a buyout to one class of people who they know vote one certain way, who mostly live in one certain area or areas and are mostly comprised of one demographic group? Did Oof. they not do that for bankers? Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah that's, that's the rich, Bernard. Those people are. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, they matter. Forgetting. Yeah. Don't forget, you're confusing the things between, you know, the people and the rich. <laughs> yes, right. that's me. That's that's a good segue for me. It did that um, with the, the PPP loans too versus uh, uh, COVID. PP? Personal? Yeah. There was personal, uh, I forget what it called, the, the COVID loans I gave out to keep businesses afloat. Yeah, and all the big businesses applied. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of those loans are getting forgiven now, up to like the tune of billions of dollars. Interesting. I mean, uh, I'm a socialist at heart. Um, I hate the fact that education is politicized. You know, I, I do. Um, I don't subscribe to any ideology in a sense. Like I try to be a free thinker and take perspectives from each side. I think the timing is obviously trying to buy votes, um, which kind of frustrates me, um, especially because you've had two years in the administration to do something about it, especially when you said immediately. Yeah. But this is another example of politicians who lie. Two years, um, 100% control of the government, too. Yeah. Too. So, yeah, good luck trying to the midterms are going to get slaughtered. But um, look, I keep I keep seeing a lot of things online about like, oh, uh, you know, I, I, I just finished paying my loans. Like, where's my money type of thing? But <laughs> that's why I brought this up, because I'm actually within five hundred dollars of finally paying right. off my loans. And that later. deserves some applause. <laughs> Good job, Abby. I mean, I fortunately paid off my loans um, a while ago because um, I was in a, a position of privilege, quite frankly. My parents were like, you know, just work hard and don't pay rent and you got this type of deal. So, but I don't know, like, I don't want to be bitter at other people for succeeding in any type of way. You know, it's like, yeah. if anything, that means that maybe I can see my friends more. Maybe we can go out a little bit more. Maybe we can go on vacation. You know, that, that frees up a lot of capital for many people that they're not kind of indicted into this debt, which we know from the start is unfair. It was just like, oh, you want to like actually do well in life? Here you go, slap a, like a dollar bill across your forehead and you're stuck with it for 30 years. Like, I don't know. I, yeah, I, but it, it is a choice. Don't forget, it is a choice. Like I said, only one third of America goes to college. You know, if you live in Texas, for example, and you run a successful mechanic shop, right. you never went to college, you're mm-hmm. getting taxed to pay off these kids who went to college and can't pay back their loans. For sure. The joke is who has the nicest car on the block? The plumber. You know, like <laughs> sure, sure. they always got to work. But I mean, look, but I'm just I, saying, don't don't ever forget that government handouts and buyouts are not really they don't just make up the money. They take it from one segment of the population and give it. To sure. Another. Well, <laughs> yes, but I think I mean, go ahead, Vinny. My final thought is if it sets a precedent moving forward for like free or free and or more accessible education for all. If this is the price that I have to pay, I'm more than willing to do it. Yeah, I think I feel like I understand the point that you're making, Babby, but in the same there are some careers that you cannot attain without going to college. Mm-hmm. There are, there's a, and, and a lot of those, there are uh, the careers that you don't, you, you can without college benefit society, but the ones that you do by going to college and pursuing higher education also benefit society. And so you also don't want to find us in a situation where you're dissuading people from going to college because they're going to basically be poor. Yeah. Uh, and yes, you might make have a job that makes you make six figures, but guess what? You're also going to have six figures of debt with the interest that's going to just slam Ooh, you. Yeah. Right. And so it's also like you have kids, man, they're, you know, six, 17, 18 years old signing up for these loans. Yeah. That, and you know what? It's just like, ready. 
you're 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 not you're not ready to make you know that kind of a sure. commitment at that you don't know the the long term ramifications. Um, so in the same respect, it's like the wealth the rich wealthier people are preying on those that want to achieve higher education, right or and living so, wage, <laughs> right. And that's the other thing, right? Like a lot of times people are coming out of college and they're, that's college has become for the non-skill trade, you know, trade-based uh, jobs. College has become the prerequisite, just college. Yes, sir. In a and lot of any In higher education above that puts you slightly at an advantage. So even from my own perspective, I, you know, I earned my PhD and I, when I was doing my postdoc, I had an additional four and a half years of school beyond undergrad. And my starting salary was $42,000 in Boston, in Boston. I have, I've, so yeah, it's not. Dude, lawyers and doctors who are doing the residency, same, they're in the same boat as you. Right? Yeah. Under- but they I, I'm have, not saying, yeah. To be fair, they have a higher lifetime trajectory in terms of earnings. So, you know, I mean, no, make no mistake, dude. Yes, the only reason 100%. That- the only reason that student loans have become a problem is because it was really sold as a financial investment for banks. Right. Hey, you guys can make infinite free money off the youth of America. Right. They can never discharge these loans. Predatorial, the, right? Isn't that a thing like predatorial something or another for loans, like giving out loans to people who. Yeah, I mean, it feels that way. I'm sure there is a phrase that involves that. But like, you, yeah, I it's guess called, it was, it's called predatorial uh, lending. There it is. Lending. Predatorial lending. Aurora comes yeah. in. What are, your thoughts? what are your thoughts, A Town? I don't know. It feels rude. I'm a current student, so sure. no. it's real. Fu- it's it's a huge bummer, honestly, because mm. I just got into my master's program, uh, <laughs> and right. it is devastating to think about uh, what I could be facing in just two years when I'm finishing what we them. could be facing oh we could be facing. <laughs> that's so sweet you think they'll change in sickness or in health until uh in wealth or in poverty <laughs> <laughs> they should we update should so we should probably update the nuptials <laughs> let's yeah let's write our own vows and just make it just all a money talk in health or under twenty thousand dollars worth of student loans oh, God. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, I think it's sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I've spoken. Go. I I guess I was just saying, like, I understand your point that you were making, Babby, where it's like, why, you know, only a third of these individuals go. Should they get a buyout, especially because they tend, you know, this demographic tends to also lean Democratic and like it's clearly buying votes, which I agree with. However, I also think that like it's bullshit what what's going on with student loans the interest rates are absurd the the amounts that it costs uh i went to public university and i'm so thankful that i did i'm so thankful that i went to suny because i couldn't imagine the amount of debt i would be in if i went private sure i went private yeah i really think the government and i hate to be an advocate for like big government or big brother but i really think regulation is the answer here like that's what i'm saying i think they need to do a buyout or you know they either need to do a buyout and impose better regulation to protect students mm-hmm. or they need to at least do the latter well, right I think because they need to put on the universities man these universities are charging kids 50 60,000 a year for undergrad and they, it's for nuts. what yeah, they know it's, it's not worth nuts. that doesn't include room and board 
either. Yeah, it's just it's just blatant theft. Like, yeah. and I get it. Yeah, if people are willing to pay for it. Who you know, this America. Who you will? Who are you saying to? But like, come on, man. You're you're, you're ruining dream. the lives of the people that we need to be the next generation. Sure, I the believe. Next- that uh i think there's a, a program in the uk when i lived over there i'm not sure you can fact check me anyone but after you graduate from university um you have to make a certain amount of money before they start like trying to get your loans back because they you know if you're not making money how are you gonna pay back so and then after a certain amount of time like it's got like 20 years plus or whatnot if you never make that type of income it's forgiven i believe that that's what it was i don't know if it's changed since yeah, i mean but... america has income-based deferment programs where if okay. you make enough money you can defer paying the loans but you don't they don't go away just yeah, just the interest. interest. Exactly. Right. That I mean, so is it really better off? You're kind of, I mean, like. And our student loans, the, 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 those don't go away even if you die, right? Doesn't that go to like next of kin? No, no, no. They're, they're non-transferable. So they're they not transfer. Okay. Thank God America is not like a debt transferring society, although there are some not yet. where that can happen. Not yet. Uh, that's like the real, then we're back in feudalism. You know, if you inherit the debts of your parents, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. they're non-dischargeable as a thing, so you can't file bankruptcy to get rid of them. Got it. Well, only, Elon Musk could have, uh... only in cases of like disability or inability to work, you know, they can have a court rule that they can discharge them. Some people are going to view it as like, why not me? But I do mm-hmm. hope that they're able to to do it, man. I paid my loans off as well. And like, I guess I would be a little bit salty, but I'm also really thankful that I'm not in yeah the kind of situation that some people are for sure there's so, a saying like bless your bills you know like it's it, yeah do i want to like pay my card to card bill at the end of the month no but i'm very happy that i'm able to that's like right the difference, you know? I mean, my mentality is like as an american and a taxpayer and i've been you know like and i have already like i said i'm within 500 dollars of paying Woo! off my student loans so i can i can be debt free whenever i want to there um just from a moral stance of like what I prefer my tax dollars go towards helping out kids or even young adults or old adults who are saddled with un- <laughs> saddled with unimaginable debt. Yeah. I'd rather they get help than, you know, for sure. Money going to like Boeing or uh, other. Right. Contracts. I mean, not that I'm a dove person either. Military spending is important, but like, right. Economically, though, America. you got to invest in people. Yeah, because you're freeing up, you know, this potential capitalism that ideally will be reinvested back into the economy from students. Yeah, dude, and the downstream effects are terrible. There's no one's getting married. No one's having kids. There's no one's buying houses. Right. Like our society is getting ripped. Yeah. And no granted, gonna... we are only talking about one third of America still. So, you know, Midwest states, Southern states, I get you. I feel you. You know, you guys are sure. doing your thing. But but it's an important thing. Like, I need to stress, like. Every everybody, every job is important. And that's an important third, because without that, we will we will fall behind in certain areas that will make it very hard for us to continue to compete with other nations. Sure, sure. But I think universities and banks are the ones at fault here. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, dude, it's everything is set up to. And as you guys know, this keep the rich rich. I mean, my Mm -hmm. mortgage, 30 percent of what I pay goes towards the principal. Dang. Yeah, yeah. The amortization uh, patterns, what do they call them? Graphs. It's it's yeah. absolutely it's totally driven crazy. You know, mm-hmm. like it's insane. Debt based society, man. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's really yeah. sucks because and it's like, going to chase. The rest just goes to Chase Bank. Like yeah. they need it. Debt is <laughs> spending, baby. Well, well anyways, can just, we end it now? Uh, yeah, can we end it now? <laughs> <laughs> I love the topic, Bevy. Um, so I love just, it too. I'm gonna segue, right? 
Um, so, I'm going to so. ask a general question and then we're going to look into a way to achieve this. And the question is going back to like Vinny's affirmations, you know, before I was jaded with this world. Vinny's um, affirmation. Vinny's affirmation. I think we lost A Town, by the way. After all yeah, A Town, you still with us? <laughs> well, she yeah, said she I didn't. Oh. No joke. I kind of forgot that I was on here. So I was still on my phone. <laughs> okay. okay. Speaking of the TikToks, that we'll, we'll venture into that a little bit. But Have you seen general- the TikToks? <laughs> the TikToks. I love that. That's so good. Um, What makes you happy? I've been thinking about happiness this week. Oh, what bro. makes... <laughs> All right. No, this is good, Matthew. This is very Girl. relevant. Ooh. I've been asked this question, no bullshit, four times the past two weeks. And I have oh. not had an answer each time, man. Ooh. Well, <laughs> three beers. <laughs> what makes me happy? Just like just sunshine, just being outside, just gardening. I'm a big gardener. Oh. Um, you know, nothing like I feel like nature is a really good teacher. But um, so that's just like simplistically what makes me happy. Yeah, I like that. I can go, Babby, while you're racking your brain. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need a little while here. <laughs> <laughs> what makes me happy is like things that make me feel nostalgia. And mm. I can put it very simply. I have a few Pokemon cards that I have graded and in a frame on my wall and it's in our bedroom. And honestly, when I see that, I just like, I feel very happy inside because it just reminds me of like childhood simplicity and like brings me back. It's, it's almost like its own little for a brief moment time machine. Mm. And so like nostalgia or you think it's the actual cards themselves. I think it's both. I like the cards. I think the artwork is really cool, but I remember having them. I remember having them in Nyack Elementary School and like sitting in that weird, they had like this weird little gazebo thing and just like looking at them or even just like what it makes. Then I can go into like these little mental tangents where I remember going to Wizard World with Danny yeah. and play, getting dropped off by dad or my aunt and, play, and being left for like two or three hours to play in Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. Like it brings me down all these paths of Same. memories of like really simple, fun times. Like even now in this room, like I have wrestling action figures and transformers and like artwork of like the things that I liked when I was a kid. Those that just makes me really happy because it just removes me from like it completely removes me from the current stress that stressors and just brings me back to a time where it was like yeah sitting in wizard world for three hours on thursday night with dan playing Yu-Gi-Oh and getting pissed because i got rocked by trap hole like (laughs) i'd love to be man eater bug god damn it good that's awesome driven crazy that man eater bug (laughs) what about you babby enough time or uh yeah i mean i feel what you're saying like i have um I have things that get the endorphins rushing. Some of them are bad. Some of them are good. What makes me happy, I think, is uh, like seeing people do well, I think. I think seeing people do well or being able to help people is what makes me happy, you know? That's super considerate. It it always sucks when people are struggling, you know, when times are tough and things are hard, you know? You feel you, you you know, I'm empathetic towards those folks. Right. And like, I mean, I have, you know, I I have hobbies and stuff and they make me, I, I get derived joy from them. No doubt, but like nice. genuine happiness, it would be like, yeah, it'd be like seeing people thriving and uh, succeeding and beating, you know, that beast that is life that drags us all down time to time. For sure. A-Town, you want to hop in? Um, I love, I don't know if this is like a temporary thing because the world has been a little bit less sensitized and I'm feeling less um, like 
a part of the world um, just because I've been like so remote. Mm. I've really been loving ASMR. Yo, can we talk about it? Mm. Is that weird? No, I've been watching on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) This is very strange, but I've been watching a man just cleaning rugs. That's what all he does. It's on speed. It's like, you know, it's on, it's like, what's all fast forward? Yes, exactly. Wow, that was that was actually magic. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm missing my call. That's exactly here. what it sounds like, actually. That's exactly what it yes, yes. That's exactly I watch it with her. A... I watch it with her. It's really satisfying. <laughs> it's people so on YouTube that nice. do like tapping the mic and yeah, scratching and stuff like that. Are you sure it's, it's ASMR stuff, Aurora? Is that what it's called? When because it's not sounds. It's no, it's not, but it's like I think ASMR um I forgot what the word stand for, but yeah. it's I believe it's just like a sensory, like it could be sound, it could be uh visual auditory sensory something yes yeah, so median be... all right well we're while, while we break out these letters <laughs> i'm thinking maybe it's not if it's not asmr then i don't know maybe i just like watching rugs being cleaned but there's something beautiful about it sure <laughs> it stands for autonomous sensory meridian response mm-hmm. right so i guess this could be it because it's visual and it's very like methodical that's what i've i've realized of it it's very methodical like there's a mm-hmm. process to it and he'll show you the rug dirty and then go through his process and Bro. you just watch aurora how gross is the water that comes off of it? oh it's like it's like muck brown and it makes me want to power wash everything that Bro, you I seen own. them power washing i was just gonna say you seen them power washing gifts oh my god yes it's so this is such so a weird primal like yes, yes yeah it's so nice i think it, so that's for, when make me happy i will excellent. say so to um to help our listeners um i was on the tiktok so you know do you want to do the sound have you seen the tiktoks thank you thank you we need to take Um, the soundboard controls away from him (laughs) it's perfect just keep talking like it's not happening it was um it was really digestible and i literally ripped all of this from a tiktok user called the cinematic fly um Uh but it was kind of four easy ways uh chemically to make yourself happy or you know these hormones are yes these these, they're they're part of the process of being happy so the acronym um, that he uh, bestowed upon me is DOSE, which stands for, does anyone want to guess of the chemicals in our brain that help with happiness? Dopamine, dopamine. endorphins. Okay, yeah. Oxytocin. Yep, that's all four. So Therapy. Boom! <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't even hear that. Ba- what did you say, Bobby? He dopamine, ser- endorphins, serotonin, and whatever you said. Oxytocin. Yeah, oh, so um, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, spells DOSE. Um, so I'm just going to break it down a little bit, a little nerdy, but like the, I've done this for a week. And I have to tell you, I think that's why this week has been so good. And it checks out, the, the, the science checks out. I asked my like psycho, uh, psychology major boyfriend and he was like, yeah, no, that makes sense. So um, <laughs> dopamine out. is the, uh, the reward hormone. Um, it's important for focus and concentration, but also important for sleep. Um, this is released in our brain after we achieve a goal. And something that I thought was interesting is it's released no matter how big or small the goal is and the cool thing is the more goals you achieve on a regular basis the neural pathways in your brain actually get stronger which means if you write something down as simple as like get out of bed today and you keep doing that and achieving these daily goals it will become stronger so um the 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 hit of dopamine will become stronger because of that because the neural pathways i thought that was pretty dope and um as someone who like 
you know, that struggles. Is, that is really cool. Big part yeah. of routine uh, reinforcement is the dopamine hits. It's how you yeah. change your patterns of behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I've or you also... get stuck in bad behavior patterns. <laughs> Precisely. Do you and... think you have to write it down? Or is um, it, is, will it, it like depends. if you set it in your head, like you're like, I'm going to get up and do this and you yeah. complete it. Is it as effective? It's interesting because I've been toying with this um, because I can definitely lack with motivation. Um, and there's something that I stumbled upon, which is like routines versus systems. Routines are very regimented. Systems are kind of uh, more fluid in the sense of like, if you have a rainy day, you may not want to go outside, but you can do something that feels equivalent in a sense, like go out of the house. So I think systems for someone like me, can tend to be more of a beneficial thing, but play around with it. I mean, I don't necessarily think you have to write it down, but I bought a calendar. I color coordinated. I put stickers because I'm 12. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's been really cool. And I think the the little achievable goals have definitely helped with my um, dopamine overall. Um, so speeding through, unless so you want to are you Are you like finding yourself eager to, like you want to complete them now? And like I... I want to be productive. I almost, yeah. it's almost kind of like the counter where I don't necessarily like sitting still a little bit because sure. I get so much enjoyment out of productivity, um, which is not like a, you know, a grotesque type of measure, but it's more of like, I'm bored. Well, I think boredom can be often maybe interpreted as like sadness or um, something other than just like not being stimulated. So I just rather choose activities that feel a little You said you're how long, how long are you in a week? About like a week and a half. Yeah. Okay. I've read that it takes about two weeks to establish the routine in the mind, like the pattern in the mind. I've read sure. three. Three weeks. Three. Okay, yeah, sure. I've, I've read to make, to make a habit stick, like a habit, an actual habit. It takes three weeks. Well, I guess I can check back in three weeks. Check back. No, we'll check us, next week. Check back every week, and we'll once it becomes routine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hope. I hope. Um, this Hell one's yeah. my favorite one. Um, oxytocin. It's a love hormone. Mm. Um, it's increased and em- em- it increases empathetic feelings and also builds trust. Um, the obvious way of uh, getting your little oxytocin is the rumpy pumpy. Um, but y- you know. Yeah. If you're on the, the single flame or the abstinence, you know, window of life, that's fine too. You can get it from petting a dog. I don't know about cats. I had to go get laid or I can pet my dog. <laughs> hey man, whatever floats your boat. I don't discriminate here. Um, all right. All right. All yes. right. Should we end it now? Should we end it now? Okay. Move it on. <laughs> um i feel like petting a cat has to give you a similar i'm sure i mean i just i don't know again what i enjoy depending on the cat i guess oh god yeah domino i don't know about domino uh, it'll hurt you a little bit gets oxytocin released when domino bites his toes oh okay it's a toe biter me and my cat have like a dom sub thing going on you know what i'm saying yeah hey as long as consent is present i'm all here for it (laughs) i don't know how do you get consent from a cat is that like a meow Have you seen the TikToks? The TikToks. So, <laughs> our, our, our third one on the list is serotonin. Um, it can be increased by being outside in bright daylight. Um, for those who have sad seasonal defective disorder, I bright light. Fuck is... this one. Fuck, fuck being outside. <laughs> no, no good for you? Fuck vitamin D. So for those uh, vampire friends who like to stay indoors, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, serotonin, 90% of it is actually formed in your gut. So you don't That's have to go outside. About. That's what I'm talking about. So focus on a healthy gut diet. That I don't know what That's it is. That's not what but... I'm talking about. But... Okay. All right. All right. That's foods. Normally it's things that are rich in soluble fibers will help right. promote a healthy gut uh, environment. And then 
you want to try and avoid this is actually from my sister who has been getting into very clean eating lately and i do have to say uh she's lost a lot of weight and looks really good so i hey, believe it yeah for her. she said emulsifiers are really bad and okay. that's put in a lot of uh a lot of like processed foods now sure really? so it's trying to eat clean and then the eggs sorry does that include eggs i don't think eggs no it's like um like chemical emulsifier like uh added ingredients to things okay sure sure i've kind of been uh regulating what i've been eating too and i definitely feel um different uh, when i eat certain types of foods and what the cinematic fly the tiktok user said which i thought was really funny is being hangry can be a, a real thing so the next time you're hangry you know use that as an excuse that your gut oh. health is a little off oh i know it and so does aurora Oh, it's a thing for me. It really is. So last but not least, endorphins. Um, we They are the body's natural painkillers, regulate fight or flight instincts. Um, the most obvious way is to increase um, your exercise with endorphins. And um, I've been doing the Peloton, my guy. I, I did it every, every day this week. Guy. And um, it, it helps with like a reward system as well, um, like I was saying earlier. But if exercise is not your thing, um, you can watch a scary movie. It's anything that kind of gets you a little going, you know, something scary. Yeah, or Mary. Exactly. You can have a Bloody Mary when you're drinking or eating something spicy because spicy Boom. foods See? will help with your endorphins. You're welcome so, for the drop. Spicy yeah, buddy. You know, a little, little extra, extra on the rim for your Bloody Mary. But yeah, no, spicy <laughs> foods apparently help with endorphins. So watch a scary movie. Need a, a curry, a takeaway. I'm going to have to exercise. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan yeah. of scary movies and spicy foods. They give me, they give me some issues. Yo, I'm a scary yeah. movie bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like them either. I cannot. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. But there are I, some that are good though. I do, I do enjoy some. I really like that, Vinny. Dose. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, like I, I kind of, um, actually, A Town, who wasn't on previously, but like, gave us helpful notes, um, kind of like sourcing things. It kind of made me look at a segment a little bit differently. So thank you for that feedback. Shh. Shout and out to anyone else who has like you know really helpful tips with this podcast to make it more enjoyable and digestible for listeners we're all for it and for me it was helpful because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing um but <laughs> do any uh, of us know? yeah a little, little bit of dose you know so i hope that brings happiness to your week and that we can all just you know because honestly happiness if it makes you happy and that it's, it doesn't harm you or anyone else you have no obligation to explain it to anybody like your uh, asmr cleaning carpet videos you like it you like it <laughs> look i'm pretty sure those release endorphins so yeah. i'm doing just fine yeah, man. <laughs> I, stand, I stand by it i stand by it <laughs> bro i love it nice man thanks can we end it now <laughs> well i think uh does anybody have any final thoughts or comments babby why, why don't you why don't you give us a final thought or comment to end on Oof. Final thought or comments. Um, you know, life is hard sometimes. You just gotta keep going. You gotta, you know, follow Vinny's dose path there. Look for them, mm-hmm. uh, them, them uh, hormones and uh, keep on trucking. You know, you gotta yeah. chase, chase down some dogs or get some kitty consent. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Find a cat or a dog. Apparently, if you can't get laid. Oh my god, <laughs> Peter's gonna love us. Please remember to like. And subscribe. And if you didn't like what you heard, just pretend like you didn't even listen. Yep. Yeah, that'll work. (laughs) This has been the Jerko's podcast with A-Town, Vinny Bag of Donuts. 
Peace. Big Designer Baby and Pretty Boy B. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Have you seen the TikToks? <laughs>